0: Welcome back to the Femininity Project Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Bogdanova, and I'm thrilled to have you with me today. In today's episode, we are talking about the intricate dance of love and respect in relationships. Today's focus is on something that might challenge traditional notions, why especially in the early stages of dating, it's crucial for women to prioritize respect over love. We're also going to talk about the dynamics of respect. What it means for both men and women and how it shapes the foundation of a healthy and fulfilling connection and if you've ever wondered how to become a woman who naturally attracts a masculine respectable partner well we've got insights on that too and we're going to discuss the traits that make a woman truly worthy in the eyes of a respectable man and we're going to talk about the term alpha guy because it can be a bit perplexing i know a lot of women are looking for this alpha male but they get stuck with little boys in an alpha male costume so we're going to talk about what that means and for those of you who are in a marriage and maybe going through a difficult time we're going to talk about what to do when you find yourself in a relationship where respect seems to be slipping away so whether you are single dating or in a long-term commitment This episode has something for everyone. Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right in. When it comes to love and respect, both men and women are seeking affirmation, but we often start from different points and studies back this up and give us insight into what our core questions are. For men, it's often, do I have what it takes? They are on this quest of validation of their abilities, their strength, and their essence. On the other end of the spectrum, we tend to ask ourselves, Am I worthy? Am I lovable? Will you fight for me? It's a search for self-value and emotional connection. There was a study done of over 7,000 men and women, and participants were asked to share their feelings during conflicts. The results backed up these questions. 83% of men expressed when they were in conflict with their partner, they felt disrespected. Whereas women, 72%, felt unloved. So even in the heat of an argument, it seems that our sensitivities are wired differently. I think this is easier for men to understand that we have these differences versus how women approach the topic. It reminded me of my husband's grandma, she's Ukrainian. When she came to Canada for our wedding, she spoke no English. But despite being in an English-speaking country, she spoke Russian to everyone, everywhere. It was almost as if she believed that the whole English thing was a practical joke and everyone secretly spoke her language. Similarly, women sometimes interpret men's desire for respect as a disguised plea for love, not recognizing that they have a distinct and genuine need for respect. So here's the key takeaway. We're different and embracing these differences is crucial in a relationship. It's easy to assume that what fuels us emotionally is universal. But when we treat each other the same way, it leads to confusion and misunderstandings. Unlike women, men don't require the daily reassurance of love. For them, if you're there, he assumes you love him. If you wake up next to him, he thinks you're good. If you're sitting next to him while you're watching TV, he feels like you love him. But on a daily basis, he does question whether or not you respect him whether he's perceived as a provider to you, whether you think he's strong, respect is the fuel that drives him. And it is the force that he will even die for if he needs to. Think about any movie scene where it's a final battle, things are looking awful, the general comes out on his horse and he talks to the men. He says something like, today we may all die but there is not a group of men who I don't respect more and who I would rather go down fighting beside. The soldiers, fueled up by this respect, rally, go, and die. Now, imagine if the general's speech was more how women communicate. Today, we might not make it, but I really love you. Josh, you're so caring, and Tony, you're empathetic. It just does not have the same impact. So understanding this distinction is key. While love is undoubtedly important, respect is a force that men will go to great lengths for. It is a driving factor in their sense of worth and purpose. You might be thinking, how does disrespect manifest in our day-to-day interactions? So I'm going to give you a list of things that women do, some obvious, some not so obvious, that men say show them disrespect. Let's just get the obvious ones out of the way. These ones don't require too much from us, except (laughs) self-control. So let's start with the first one, criticizing or nitpicking in public. This behavior not only undermines the sense of partnership, but it can also have a long lasting effect on the dynamics between you and your guy. Here's the reality, you and your partner are a team, and teamwork involves supporting each other in public and in private. So sometimes women think that it's harmless or even funny to take digs at their partner in public. Perhaps they're trying to get a laugh or maybe they're trying to get sympathy or people on their side. But the truth is for a man, it doesn't inspire any positive change. All this does is in his mind, show him that you don't respect him. And it also makes him question your sense of loyalty. From a woman to woman perspective, and I say this as being somebody who has done this in the past. I have learned from it i've also seen the harm that it has caused in my relationship when i've done it but what i didn't think about then that i think about now is when women do this it reflects on our judgment so it signals to other people that your picker might be off that your decision making is questionable or that you're caught up in the cycle of nagging because in the end you chose who you are with so if we're just sitting there complaining about how he is not a great guy or he does all of these crappy things well who picked him we picked him so think about that the next time that you're going to openly criticize your partner being a unified front is crucial so knowing that you have each other's back creates a foundation of trust and strength not just for him but for you and if something isn't quite right addressing it privately and respectfully is key it not only preserves the integrity of your relationship but it also reinforces the idea that you're a united team navigating life together. Let's tackle another common area where disrespect can sneak in, micromanaging. It's a subtle yet powerful form of undermining your partner's capabilities. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you've asked your partner to handle something for you, but you find yourself unable to resist the urge to interfere, you become the director on set, but all this does is communicate to him a lack of trust in his ability to navigate the situation. It's like you're silently saying, I don't think you can handle this on your own. Now, if you have this natural inclination to be in control, curbing this tendency might be hard, but the benefits for your relationship are huge. One of the reasons that I think this goes off the rails is our impulse to step in when he doesn't handle things in the way that we might. The key here is to let him take charge. If you want a man who can confidently handle situations for you, give him the space to do so. Otherwise, you're going to end up being his mom. And that's just a growth situation all around. A common complaint that I hear from women is that their partners aren't taking initiative. However, when they do, criticism tends to follow. Men genuinely enjoy making their partners happy. They, they actually love to do this. So when he does something for you, if you respond with happiness and gratitude versus criticism, it motivates him to do this more often. And if there's something specific that you'd like him to handle, and maybe you want him to handle it in a different way in the future, consider expressing it positively and at a strategic time. Avoid critiquing him in the moment when he's working on what you've asked. And ask yourself, does this really matter? Like a simple example, if you ask him, can you load the dishwasher and he doesn't load it the way you want him to, does that matter? Would you rather have clean dishes and not have to do them yourself? Or would you rather have it loaded properly where you've scolded your man? You've taken the position of mom and he never wants to do it again. Food for thought. All right, so this next one is interesting because it's not that women are coming from a place of criticism or trying to disrespect. They're actually coming from a positive place of, I want to be thoughtful, I want to be kind. And this is when it comes down to chivalrous acts. So for example, if it's cold outside and the man that you're with goes, let me give you my jacket. And you say, oh no, won't you be cold? (laughs) What he hears is, You think that he's a little wimp boy and can't handle the weather. That is not the vibe you want to send if you want to establish this dynamic of respecting your partner. And then let's take another one. This used to happen with me and Vlad in the beginning of our relationship. Going to the grocery store. So every time we went to the grocery store, he did not want me to lift a finger when he was carrying the bags to the car or to the house, whatever. And he would sometimes have five, 10 bags. like It was a lot of bags. So I kept insisting in the beginning, like, let me take it. It's super heavy. I can help you. And what he would be hearing this in male language is, she doesn't think that I'm strong enough. So here is the deal. Men want to be seen as tough, as warriors, as men who don't need mom's constant supervision. They don't need their boo-boos kissed. Like, we have to change that narrative and see what we are actually doing in that situation when we swoop in and we reject their acts of chivalry it actually leaves them feeling disrespected and to be honest a bit emasculated so if you want this partner who exudes strength you have to treat him like that capable strong man he is so the next time a guy gives you his jacket or offers his jacket you just go, thank you. That's so sweet of you. Or when he's carrying your groceries, you go, hey, babe, like your muscles are popping. (laughs) Reinforce that behavior. All right. So I hope I've given you some ideas on how disrespect shows up in a man's mind. And maybe if you are in a relationship, you can look at some of those situations where that's kind of reared its head. Or if you are single and you're reflecting on past relationships, maybe you can see where things went like kind of went off the rails. I want to make sure it's clear. I am not putting this all on women, but this is just the cycle of how it goes. When women feel unloved, they start disrespecting. When men feel disrespected, they stop being so loving towards their partner. Now, if you are married and you're in that cycle right now, the answer of what to do is move first, whether it's A guy who's listening to this advice or a woman who's listening to this advice. Start showing your partner respect and see what that does. If it was a man, I would tell him, start showing your partner love and see what it does. So move first in that situation. Now, if you are dating, this is a great time to assess first, is this partner worthy of respect? If he's not, then great, get out. (laughs) Find somebody that you respect because there will be seasons in your marriage where it will be tough. And it's better if you can take the time right now and analyze, does this partner have the qualities of a man that I respect? So even when times get hard and maybe I don't feel like loving on him the way that he wants to be loved, I'm still going to do it because I know that ultimately this is a respectable man. Okay. So if you are dating, now I want to shift focus over to you. We've all been in a situation where we meet a guy, we think he's cute, and suddenly we're daydreaming about our life together. But this is my opinion. Shift your focus from just love to something equally, if not more important, respect. Now, what I'm saying here is don't date guys that you don't like. Date a guy that you like. Of course, find somebody that you're into. But before you start envisioning your future family with him, Take a step back and ask yourself, will you respect him? It is very easy for women to fall in love, and especially to fall in love with charm. I mean, women love Ted Bundy, and I know this is an extreme example. It's gross, but it highlights the power of charm and attraction. And I bet you, if you ask those women who are writing him love letters in prison, do you respect what he did? Do you like think he's a respectable man? They would probably say no. Well, they were crazy, but I hope that they would say no. <laughs> Don't, here is the real talk. This is what I want you to do. I want you to watch him. I want you to ask these questions in the dating stage. Does he have a job? Does he take care of the people in his life? Does he follow through on his promises? Does he have convictions? And more importantly, does he stand by them? These questions should be front and center in your mind before you start planning your adorable future babies. And if he is lacking in the basics, no job, frequently going to strip clubs, drowning in booze, he has no plan, you're not looking at a respectable man. And although you might think he's charming and you're brushing off those things, eventually it is going to be an exhausting dynamic later on because it's going to be you who's carrying most of the relationship workload. It's going to be you who's worrying, well, he's out all hours of the night. If he is a bad boy at 19 and he continues to be a bad boy at 35, 40, 45, don't date him. So like him enough to be curious, then shift your focus. Ask yourself if you genuinely respect him. If the answer is yes, then by all means, let yourself fall. Now let's dive into the realm of real masculine men some call them alpha men, versus little boys who play dress up in alpha men costumes. Those questions that we talked about, about respect, they're going to be your compass in figuring out who you're dealing with. Plenty of guys can look tough. They can look like they've got it all under control. But if they are not providing for you, protecting you, and genuinely loving on you, think of him as an imitation alpha. Which brings me to the next point. How do you become a worthy woman? These kind of men that I'm describing, the good ones, they will have standards for you. And your behavior sends signals about where you're going to fit into their world. And I know this is going to ruffle some feathers because the societal expectation of women to men is that as women, we can have standards. We can impose expectations on them. But when it comes to a man has, having expectations for his partner, for a woman, suddenly it becomes this, don't try and change me. This is just who I am. It's a double standard. So these loyal providing and protecting guys, they want a teammate. They want a woman who's going to bring them peace and a woman who is genuinely special. Now, here's where it's going to get even more controversial. These men often care about your level of promiscuity. Now, I wanted to let that just, I wanted it to have a moment to marinate because I get it. Society tells women it's empowering to be sexual and to take charge, but men view it differently. And women might argue, they'll say, well, if guys can do it, I can do it. And I'm not advocating for guys to do it either, but here's the catch. It is different. A woman can point at a guy and have sex that night, but a man can't do that. For a man to have sex he needs to build himself up to make himself desirable to the opposite sex where a woman can simply swipe right and have somebody there that night even if it's not somebody great so the challenge is leading with sex might make him wonder how many others has she moved this quickly with i can hear some discontent coming through but here's the thing men like a challenge they always have And they value having a woman that nobody else can get. It's like having VIP tickets. If you treat yourself casually, it shows the guy that he can treat you casually. I also get that sexual chemistry is crucial. And for every woman has a different libido level. But here are two things just to consider. First, if waiting positioned you differently in his mind, perhaps as not just a good time, but as wifey material, would it be worth you waiting a little bit longer? And second, statistics show that couples have the best sex at year seven when they're in monogamous relationships. That means it wasn't a fumble around in the bed once or twice to see how hot it was. The best sex came after years of emotional connection. They had to put work into it. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. What I am going to tell you is look at the data, and then make informed decisions from there. Before we move on, let's just tackle this. Imagine you have a guy who's completely unbothered by your sexual history, and he's okay with you seeing other people while dating him. Some might see this as enlightened or open-minded, but let's flip the script for a minute. Isn't it a bit concerning to have someone who doesn't seem to care about exclusivity? Could it be worse than having a guy who's passionately wanting you all to himself? This is not about possessiveness, it's about value. A man who values exclusivity sees your worth and wants you exclusively. And to me, that's a different level of respect. And that wraps up our discussion today. We talked about the core needs of men and women and the order that we prioritize things in. Men prioritize respect, women prioritize love. And we explored the essence of true masculinity versus imitations. We even touched on the impact of sex in relationships. This podcast is all about addressing the real challenges in femininity and dating. It's a discussion. So women are often told that they can do anything with zero consequences. And unfortunately, it's a narrative that doesn't always align with reality. And if you feel like you've been on this path and it hasn't given you the results you desire, maybe just try a different experiment. And as we navigate these conversations, my goal is to present data, spark thoughtful discussions, and empower you to make informed decisions about your relationships. If you enjoyed this podcast and haven't subscribed yet, now's the time to hit the subscribe button. Your support means the world to me, and it ensures that you're not gonna miss out on any upcoming episodes. And here's something exciting. If you are on a journey to attract a masculine man and wish to explore your femininity further, I've got a few coaching spots left for 2023. You can apply. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and we'll get started. So you can kick off 2024 with a bang. All right. Until next week, cheers to a fiercely feminine future.